Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 34, Building Boulder Shoulders. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm your host, Matt Waugh, and I'm here, of course, as always, with Mark Fit. And today we are going to answer another fan question for you all, and that comes to us from Jeffrey Suarez via email. And he asks, how can I get those Boulder Shoulders? That's a great question, my man. I, I would say that I like doing all kind of rays when I'm working out my shoulders. Like, And what I mean by that is side dumbbell rays, front dumbbell rays. And that's how I think I've been able like, to shape my shoulders just to give the rounded look. And um, yeah, I like to target uh, 10 to 12 repetitions. So it's not an higher rep, uh, but it's not also like in the six repetition. I don't like like to do a six repetition on my shoulders. I don't feel really like my, my shoulders while doing that. I prefer 10 to 12. So between the eight and 12 repetition, I start to really feel the burn on my shoulders. What do you think, Matt? I know in a lot of your workouts, uh, especially hypertrophy workouts, you usually like to start uh, with slightly lower reps like uh, mm-hmm. six to eight and eventually escalate towards uh, 10, 12, sometimes even 15. But like you said, shoulders can sometimes be uh, an anomaly to that because since they are a relatively smaller muscle uh, comparatively to say your chest or back or something, uh, they can respond a lot uh, better sometimes to doing say 10 to 12 repetitions, which yeah. might seem higher uh, comparatively to other body parts. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, there, there's also like the fact I like to start with heavy weight my workout. So just be sure like to you warm up yourself correctly first. So more in the 15, 20 repetition uh, and warm up yourself for a good five to 10 minutes. And then you're able like to, to lift heavy weight. So usually I start uh, my building uh, program, my, my lean muscle mass program with the six to eight repetition at my first set in my workout. And usually I will start with uh, kind of a press. So maybe a shoulder press or barbell press. Uh, Seated or standing, doesn't really matter. Um, Seated is always harder because you cannot help you with your legs. So, uh, but you might just want to switch things up. And um, that being said, I like just to start with heavy weight because I can pre-fatigue the muscle. So my muscle, when I'm going like in the 10 to 12 repetition, I can feel it. Uh, just a little bit more than usually. Now for that big pressing movement uh, mm. at the beginning of the workout, for for anyone who knows it as the overhead press or the military press or whatever anyone wants to call it, do you have a preference? Like if you had to choose to do, say, the seated version or the standing and also barbell versus dumbbell, uh, which way would you rather go? Oh, I really like dumbbell while doing my shoulders. <laughs> the thing is like you have the pressure directly vertical on the shoulders, you know? If, with with the barbell, you will work more your front delt uh, a little bit more because like you need to bring the bar to your upper chest kind of. Uh, and with the dumbbell, you can really do like a good over the head press uh, from the bottom of the movement to the top. With the barbell, you need like to uh, change a little bit like the position of uh, the barbell. For me, I've noticed the uh, the barbell overhead press to be significantly more difficult versus uh, doing it with dumbbells. And mm. I, I've never really noticed why that was uh, for me specifically, but I know for one, the form was really tricky to get down first. And so I had to study a lot of uh, the way people do it and then watch myself as well to see how, how I was doing it because I was... Uh, 
I guess not moving my head enough uh, when I finally did the pressing movement yeah, yeah. Uh, when the barbell was over my head. I wasn't moving enough, and so I was using a lot of my lower back, and it was just mm-hmm. it was very difficult and awkward for me for the longest time. Yeah, and I don't really like like do a shoulder press on a ninety degrees bench. I just like to slightly just in I don't know put it like at eighty per, yeah eighty degrees, and because like I don't know I just feel that when I'm 90 degrees, my lower back will start to curve when I'm pressing. Really? Yeah. Or I just incline myself. I do like kind of an inclination on the 90 degree bench and I just press with my legs uh, against the ground and I'm able just to not work with my lower backs. I just work with my shoulders. Is there any I would have like to, to show you like a a, in a video or something. Yeah, a belt is always recommended when you work out, to, uh, especially like your shoulders on the 90 degree bench. It's just to prevent any uh, injury and also just to don't care your, your lower back. I would say maybe it's just me. Maybe I take too much weight, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, um, when I when I'm in, yeah, when I take like the eighty degrees, not that bad. I work uh, my shoulders just well, but I just feel that I don't know my lower back uh, still just straight and align with the bench instead of uh, curving. On that uh, note that you said about possibly taking too much weight. Uh, is it ever advantageous enough? Because I know we mentioned earlier uh, that you like to do, say, 10 to 12 repetitions for the majority of your shoulder exercises. But is it ever beneficial to use, say, extremely heavy weight and you know do maybe a one rep or, or two or three reps uh, on a shoulder exercise to try to, uh, I guess, really try and get your strength up so that you can keep improving on the exercise eventually? For, for sure, you can gain strength, but also like shoulders are so fragile, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I don't. I think it's like the muscle that uh, most people like injure is their shoulders because like you always work your shoulders no matter what kind of muscle you're doing. Uh, if you're doing back, you will work your rear delt. If you're doing chest, you will work your front delt. Uh, so your shoulders are really solicited like during a week. Um, so I would say like I won't. Not really do like one rep for my shoulders. No, not really. No? No, there's uh, a lot of people will do like, I don't know, a, a clean or something. But that that's different because like you use your entire body. Uh, but just like, I don't know, do like a dumbbell press of one rep. Not really. I, I might do more in the three to six, something like that. And then increase uh, the number of repetitions during the workout. But a one rep max, not really that I never beneficial. did that. Never. I don't even know what I press. Probably like, I don't know, 110 <laughs> that'd be uh that'd be interesting to see for sure uh but for uh so i guess for an overall mass builder the the king of these exercises would be one of these overhead press movements um but what about for uh for really targeting the other portions of the shoulder so for starters the uh the side delt uh, i enjoy dumbbell side raise that's yeah. my favorite exercise for shoulders mm-hmm. that and uh, probably the pick deck machine but you do it like for the rear delt uh, so it's kind of the opposite. Uh, that's our yeah. That's my two favorite machine, two favorite exercises for for shoulders. I don't I don't really like like doing press. I like it's good like to build mass, but it's not a, an exercise. While I'm doing it, I just enjoy it so much. I'm doing <laughs> it because I know it's important. But I really enjoy the part when I start to do some side raise, rear delt, uh, because it's that's where I can really feel my shoulders, and that's where I get an extreme pump on my shoulders, see the veins, and also uh, I just feel that shape my shoulders the way I want. 
For sure. And I mean, a shoulder burn is really intense. So uh, you can so really good. feel it when you can really isolate them like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, I know you like, you really like to do the uh, side dumbbell raise and that has a, you're able to take a little more weight uh, as opposed to say doing a very strict uh, side lateral raise. Is there a reason that uh, one might be better than another there? Because I know for a, la- a side lateral raise, you got to take a, a lot less weight and it's a yeah. very strict movement. Yeah, when, when you're able like to align like your arms full extend, uh, like parallel to your your back, kind of that's that that's really hard. Uh, uh, it's just like uh, yeah, you can just. I think the thing is like you can take less weight for sure, but the burn is different, and you mm-hmm. will not target your shoulders the same way when you're doing uh, the side dumbbell raise. You might target a little bit your front delt, since like the dumbbell are just a little bit like in front of you. So you work kind of both like the side and the front a little bit, but I think like I just like like taking like crazy weight on that. So um, if I'm doing like the uh, straight one side dumbbell raise straight, I w- I will take like probably twenty five pounds. But if I'm doing like uh, the uh, the other version, I might take fifty, fifty five, sixty <laughs> pounds. Sometimes I took like seventy. Oh my god. Uh, but like for sure, you swing a little bit with your legs, but not your lower back. So you just absorb the shock because it's kind of hard. And then it's not like the when you raise the 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 weight that is really really important. It's when you just retain the pounds as much as you can. That's that's where you grow the negative part. So um, that's good if you want to swing a little bit uh, for the three four last reps. But yeah. I don't know. It's just like something like I just like doing the the other version and uh, the other one. I will more if I want just a crazy burn. I will do like the straight version and mm-hmm. do more 15, 20 reps. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, definitely better to do higher reps on the side lateral mm-hmm. raise. Uh, but yeah, I can definitely see the uh, the benefit of both of these exercises uh, in a, in a workout for sure. Because yeah. being able to take that heavier weight uh, for the side dumbbell raise certainly a great way to put some uh, crazy stress on your shoulders whereas the side lateral will just give you an insane burn from having to be so slow and controlled with the yeah. movement to be able to get the most out of it for sure but it's also like if you compare it to dumbbell fight you can bend your your elbow a little bit if you want to take like more weight but you still do a fly movement you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's people like who just keep their their arms straight while doing it but if you take like a good amount of weight that your chest can sustain Forget it. You need to bend your elbow. If not, you will just injure yourself. It's a, it's actually so true. I see that all the time. I always uh, bend my my elbow, and I can. I don't. I know can't what, not bend my elbows. It just feels awkward for me if uh, if I'm not doing. It. If I'm keeping it completely straight on a dumbbell fly, it just it forget just it. doesn't feel right to me. No, I, I will f- feel kind of a little pain in my elbow, and I just need like to bend uh, a little bit. Or sometimes I bend them like almost like ninety degree. Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking, I don't know, 80 pounds, but it's still a fly and I still do the movement with my chest because, um, like, forget your forearms, the movement's still the same. The movement is from the shoulders to the elbow that you do, like, kind of a rotation and you squeeze at the end. So And uh, for the uh, the other part of the shoulder, we're going to talk rear delts here. Wow. What's the <laughs> best way to develop your rear delt? Oh, rear delt fly. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of people who don't do it like the right way. And why it's so important to develop your rear delt is just because when you will do a double bicep, the, the back shot, you will just look 
way bigger and you will just look insane. If you have a great definition on your rear delt, it's just awesome when you're doing a bicep, uh, I don't know, front double bicep and you see from the back. Uh, or when you have a good rear delt, the, the back pose, just a normal back, or just when you walk and you have a shirt, you can see like the rear delt inside along with the traps. <laughs> That's just too sick. So um, yeah, basically uh, the pick deck machine. So you just uh, do it like you're uh, on reverse. And it's just important that you keep your elbow parallel to the ground while doing it. And you don't put the, the bench too high because if you put it too high, you will work with your back. What you want to do is keep your elbow parallel to your shoulders and just work with the rear delt. It's really hard to to just focus on the rear delt. It's really, really hard. It's a complicated movement. Doesn't seem people think they are doing it the right way, but like usually it's, I don't know, 80% people are doing it like the wrong way. Uh, will be the same with the cable. Cable are good too. You can also do it like inclined so you... You place your torso parallel to the ground. That that is really great. But you need like to bring your 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 hand a little bit like uh, forward your body to be sure that you target the rear delt, not your back. And we'll be the same thing with dumbbell. It's it's kind of hard like to explain uh, on our audio format. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess so, we should link like a shoulders workout where people can see it on YouTube <laughs> uh, on the show notes of the show. <laughs> okay, so we'll do that for everybody so you can get a good idea of uh, proper rear delt action. Uh, but basically, yeah, so like you said, it's going to be your reverse pec deck or rear delt machine, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Uh, you can do variations with cable flies. And there's also, uh, you can do them with dumbbells as well. But again, uh, you got to be really sure that you're having very strict form to make sure you're really isolating the rear delts and not uh, bringing your back into it at all. Yeah, and it's the same thing. You you should all like bend a little bit your elbow as well. You cannot like do it like really straight, straight and take a... The movement is not in the elbow, really. It's just in... The rear delt. <laughs> for sure. Now, for the rear delt, since that's such a very short range of motion to, to yeah. work them, you can't really get very much of it by doing lower repetitions like we mentioned before. Like That's going to be higher as well, right? Uh, yeah, I like uh, doing like in the 12 to 15 rear delt uh, and sometimes 20. I did like some, yeah, 20 is, is great. I mean, like you just, because like in the beginning, yeah, you feel it. You, you really need to focus on it because you cannot see yourself in the mirror, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 different than the other exercises. Uh, so, yeah, you you can close your eyes and just focus on the part on the rear delt, or have your partner just touch your rear delt. That will help to focus on it and be sure that you contract the right muscle instead of the back. Uh, so that, and then um, yeah, I would say like you start feeling your rear delt after a good eight to ten reps. Yeah. Now, is there a way to bring them up more so? Like, let's say they're a struggling body part. Uh, hmm. You know, just throwing in three sets at the end of your workout isn't enough. How should people uh, bring a focus to it? <laughs> I f- my rear delt, man. <laughs> like not none of that bad way. Like I mean, like I just just work them so much during like a year and a half to bring them uh, where I wanted. So uh, basically I was doing around five to eight sets like at the end of my shoulders workout or I just I was just starting with that too. Sometimes was was that. So you you would uh, like pre-exhaust your rear delts? Yeah. And oh sometimes I'm doing like yeah during a while I was doing my rear delt in my back workout and then I had a good 48 hours rest and then I was doing rear delt again in my shoulders workout. So doing them say twice a week and uh, basically just increasing your volume like the amount of sets you do in your shoulders and back workout can be yeah. a, a good way to bring it up. 
Yeah, it's not like the, the, maybe with the front delt I would not recommend that since they are working with chess a lot, especially if you're doing your bench press the wrong way or your dumbbell uh, press. But no matter how, if you're doing like the right way, your front delt still work uh, when you do flies and uh, and everything. So, but the rear delt is quite different. You you can really like uh, uh, work them more often since they are not uh, evolved like uh, the the front delt. And we mentioned. Uh your back workouts before too. A lot of people debate on you know whether the uh, the rear delt and the traps as well are more associated with a back workout versus a shoulder workout. What are your thoughts on that? I would say I just love working out my my traps and rear delt. So uh, sometimes I was doing traps on my back day and my shoulders day, like the rear delt. And I would I would say like traps is really like a back muscle. I mean, you can really like if. I don't know. I just feel so much my traps while working it with with my back that I just enjoy like the pump of my back of my entire back while doing back. You know, uh, sometimes we'll integrate it with shoulders. Doesn't really matter. Seriously, there's a lot of people who do it with shoulders. I did too, uh, but I really enjoy more the feeling when I'm working out my traps uh, with my back. So it doesn't really matter. This can really come down to more personal preference. Yeah, as long as you respect like a good forty eight hours. Uh, uh, before we work again, the same muscle will be fine. Very good. So I think uh, we covered pretty much the entire. I think so, man. Yeah, of the a lot of questions today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I good. certainly wanted to make sure that we answered uh, our friend Jeffrey Suarez's question as much as we could because the shoulder is, uh, you know, there's a lot of components to it. So we just want to make sure everyone can attack it in the way that they want. But I think that about does it for episode 34 of Fit Talk, guys. So remember, if you're having any trouble in your workouts and need a little more personal help mark knows exactly how to create a personal workout exactly for your needs and don't forget that by being an awesome listener of fit talk all you have to do is use fit talk as a discount code at the online store and you can save yourself 15 percent off your order and mark why don't you tell us a little bit about this awesome wristband that you're wearing yeah i just created the new band it's a uh, half of inch and it's an inspiration band. It's a silicone band where you can see on it everything is possible. That's my motto in life. And I think like uh, by having that on a wristband, you can always remember yourself while you're doing what you're doing and that that everything is possible. Uh, so it's just something that can you can look up and uh, stay motivated all day because as you know, guys, you need inspiration every day to go after what you believe and after your goal. So uh, I created this band just for you. It's the first product of a new inspiration line that will be available on store.marfit.com but for now the wristband is available for you uh five dollars shipping worldwide so that's the cost of the shipping and uh, you can get it on my online store as well and you can also use the discount code of fit talk so there you guys go and don't forget that you can see the show notes of this episode at markfit.com slash session 34 And I think that about does it for this episode. So on that, we'll see you next time. 